Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. The decision to scrap the sex ed curriculum, uh, obviously, uh, uh, you know, trying to uh, assuage, I guess, the concerns of the people on the far right that supported Doug Ford as uh, he moved towards his election. Uh, and there's a lot of concern about what they were going to do. Of course, they have replaced it with a, a, an older version. Uh, now, when that was announced and the, and the students went back to school, of course, there was a big pushback on that. With about 40,000 students actually walking out of class a couple of uh, weeks ago as a protest about what was going on. And uh, obviously a number of parents groups on both sides of the issue have also uh, been very vocal about this. Uh, some chastising the government for doing this without any research. Others saying it was long overdue, we just don't feel comfortable with it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You've heard those arguments going on. So... Uh, what we heard from the government was simply, okay, we're going to do, uh, I think the, the phrase that M- Mr. Ford used was the most extensive public consultation this province has ever seen uh, on the sex ed problem and curriculum. And uh, there's going to be all kinds of opportunity for you, me, everybody to weigh in on this. So we thought, okay, I can hardly wait for the announcement because a lot of folks are just you know, waiting and chomping at the bit here to get involved in this. That's why it was a surprise to me when I found out the... Uh, Consultations already started. Last Friday, they announced that, uh, yeah, you can do this now. Uh, the uh, minister got kind of flat-footed, and I think the opposition uh, members were saying, hey, whoa, 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 this is such a big deal to you. How come this just kind of slid under the radar? But uh, she says that she has contacted the boards of education uh, to begin a process about consultation, and uh, they want to work with the boards or through the boards, I guess. Uh, it wasn't really very clear as to how this was actually going to roll out. But it's important, obviously, for a lot of reasons, and it's controversial for those same reasons. So where is uh, the board on this, and what's the, the Hamilton Board of Education's role in this whole process? Well, let's ask Todd White. He is the chairman of the board and, of course, the trustee for Ward 5 for the Hamilton and District School Board. And he joins us on the Bill Kelly Show. Morning, Todd. How are you today? Good morning, Bill. Did you get the phone call from the ministry last week? No, not at all. <laughs> no, I mean, hearing your introduction, I think, uh, I mean, you've asked a lot of really good questions in terms of what is the role of the board. Um, and right now, the, the answer is we haven't received any, any word in terms of what our participation will be in terms of uh, uh, providing feedback and in terms of communicating with parents and uh, uh, helping with the consultation process. We haven't received any information either. Yeah, the quote I've got here, and this is from uh, the story from the Toronto Star from Kristen Rushow, uh, from the Queen's Park Bureau, says the ministry contacted school boards on Friday to say the outline written submission phrase had opened. Uh, I guess they didn't have your number. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate piece. I've noticed as of late a lot of the updates uh, from the Ministry of Education uh, have been reported in the media before um, we've had a chance to read the memos. So, you know, you get the opportunity just as quickly as we do to try to digest the information. And unfortunately, uh, to date, it's been pretty thin uh, in terms of details. So it's definitely been a struggle trying to better understand uh, how we can support parents uh, in terms of the changes that are expected and and what we can do to help. Well, I I got the sense from what the minister had said, uh, Minister Thompson had said about this, that they were looking at, at you guys, meaning school boards, not just yours, but right across the province, as partners in this process, but I mean, if, if if you're not in the loop, you can't be a partner. Well, and that's that's precisely right. And we've written the the ministry on on this issue uh, right in the summer when it first arose. There's been a number of other agencies, school boards, and otherwise that have provided feedback. Um, we haven't really uh, received many answers. We've asked more questions, and the answers have been provided. Obviously, uh, knowing that there would be a consultation, uh, we want to assist with that because the feedback that we've received in Hamilton has been overwhelming in terms of not changing the curriculum. Um, so if 
we, we want to make sure there's an opportunity to provide feedback to the ministry. Uh, right now, as you mentioned, on Friday, they opened uh, the consultation to open submissions uh, and then mentioned at a later date there will be an online survey that can be filled out as well. Um, but we don't have those details yet either. So we want to make sure parents are directed to that, uh, that feedback can be compiled. Um, but right off the bat, um, it hasn't been a great start. Here, here's a concern, though, because I've, I've seen the, the brief overview that the minister talked about here. Like you say, telephone town halls, uh, which, by the way, can be somewhat problematic and, and hard to manage, because I've taken part in them in the past. I understand that. Online surveys, that's pretty benign, Todd. I mean, it does not really give people an opportunity to express their feelings on the issue. Well, and then that's it as well. When you when you provide an open online survey, uh, we run into this at our board uh, in terms of the statistical uh, relevancy of the data that you get. In many cases, it's anonymous. Um, you could fill out the form, you know, a hundred times if you wanted to become more political in nature. Of course, you can beg the question and lead people with the questions that you're asking as well. Um, so you wonder how, uh, you know, genuine it's going to be and, and how relevant the so the answers are going to be. But but I think you're correct that the telephone town hall, um, we've all experienced those, I think, in some way or another. Uh, they're less of a uh, back and forth dialogue. It's basically you're pushing a message out, and it tends to be more of a PR exercise than anything. Um, the open submissions, I don't think, aside from larger organizations, you're going to have a lot of folks providing open submissions. So really, I think you're, you're right. It comes down to the, 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 the most popular way to provide feedback will be this online survey. And at the end of the day, isn't that what already happened when the Liberal government was uh, in power? They did uh, a similar approach um, where they tried to uh, consult parents and they tried to do so in a proper representative, uh, in a proper uh, represented pattern across uh, schools and school boards. So I'm not seeing uh, a, a huge difference between what's already occurred and what is uh, possibly occurring now. Well, yeah, there, there could be a huge difference, though, and that comes down to exactly the point you touched on a second ago. How do you, how do you compose the questions? What questions do you ask? And that can very much determine the sorts of outcomes that you can get from those surveys. That's right, and and we have. I'm not suggesting they're yet. doing that because yeah. we don't know yet. But I'm saying it's very easy to manipulate that process. That that's right, and and what they had right off the bat, you look at the title of the consultation. The, the title uh, is uh, um, uh, creating a, a, a new uh, age-appropriate uh, uh, path for or plan for health and physical education. So right off the bat, they indicate that it's something's wrong with the age levels that are currently... Well, in other words, uh, they've already made up their mind. Well, yeah, yeah. So when you read it, you, you kind of think, okay, we can see which direction it's going, but are we actually going to ask those questions? And if we are looking for a more age-appropriate uh, uh, path, what's the question that you ask parents, for instance? Are we going to start naming portions of the sex ed curriculum and asking parents what grade they should think it should be offered? Um, to me, that's a bit of a shot in the dark. Without having, you know, fulsome discussions and information, uh, even myself, off the, uh, you know, on an online survey, I don't think would be qualified necessarily to make those decisions. You're an elected official. I've been in that chair for a number of years, a long time ago, uh, and I know that any elected official usually uh, gets a little bit antsy when it gets to a, a, an open forum in an auditorium, someplace with a mic and somebody walking up there and said, "Mr. White, I want to tell you what I think about this." It may be an uncomfortable situation, but it is democracy, and, and I'd like to think that the par- province is actually going to allow that 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 opportunity for people to actually express their feelings on both sides of the issue. But it, it just seems as if they're they're 
Well, I, I'm not. I'm not really impressed with the the, the rollout here. To, it doesn't really show me, Todd, that everybody's going to have that opportunity to weigh in on this. Well, and, and I think that's what it comes down to. If someone is going to do a, a proper consultation or, or survey, um, you want to make sure that it's done very well. It's, it's statistically relevant. You want to make sure that the data that that uh, comes out of those surveys are, are publicly uh, distributed. If there's going to be the buy-in and faith that the that the consultation was effective. You want to actually see the data. Uh, you don't want some high-level political summary of, of what they felt that they heard. So, you know, I think it's, you know, we're still in a bit of a wait-and-see approach, but right now um, there seems to be more politics that, that kind of is a, a cloud over this whole discussion versus actual um, research, uh, proper feedback, proper analysis. So we hope that it will lean in that direction in the end, but right now uh, it does seem to be more politically focused uh, than, than anything. i got another concern here, and I, I want to get your read on this, because... Uh, when when this issue came about, and it came about actually during his leadership, and then it, it, it you know trickled on down into the campaign itself with his promise to scrap the sex ed curriculum, and of course he got elected, and, and he has done that, and he said there was going to be this consultation, and such as it is, and we will you know we've been trying to ascertain exactly how they're going to approach this, but my information is that look at these consultations that they're doing right now have now been expanded to cover not only sex education, but uh, but science, technology, math in the classrooms, whether cell phones should be in there. Uh, they're watering down the, the message. And, and the, in other words, it seems as if they're throwing everything into one basket right now to kind of dilute the concern about the sex ed program. And, and that's what's not, not entirely clear. So the memo, as you just mentioned, there's seven areas that they're planning to consult on. That's a lot of consultation. We know uh, just from our own uh, experience that consulting on one topic can be rather cumbersome in some cases. Trying to cover seven topics um, by way of a survey is, is astronomical in order, in order to do it properly and get the information that, that you require. Uh, so a lot of the topics that they list in those seven uh, are quite good, but at the same time you don't want to minimize those discussions. So if this is the one and only opportunity to weigh in on topics like uh, you know math, I mean we know how much you know that's struggling in the province right now. You know you don't want to dilute that with with six other topics, including sex ed, which is the one that tends to capture more headlines. So there's some really important issues, some really important consultations that need to uh, occur. But once again, what is the role of school boards? What is the role of school board associations, other agencies, or is the new norm just simply online surveys that anyone can fill out? Well, and they need to be more clear about that, obviously, because they're talking as if they want you to partner in this. You're certainly going to hear from people on this. I mean, you know, you're on the front lines in this issue. You'd like to think that you're going to have, first of all, some input into this, and secondly, maybe even some input into the process uh, so that we can get an accurate picture as to how people actually feel. Yeah, and I think as a, as a school board, we have the opportunity to, to drive this in some respect. Obviously, we have access to uh, 49,000 students in our board alone. Uh, we have the audience right here. We can, we can definitely move that message to parents and do a lot of good work uh, to, to help the province. But once again, we ha- not receiving the direction after the fact uh, and reading about it in a newspaper, for instance, doesn't allow us to operationalize uh, what they're looking for. So we know that they have a deadline right now uh, of just before Christmas. So that's not a long opportunity to consult on the number of topics that they've mentioned. So we really are looking for that information. Um, as you know, most organizations, 
organizations and groups meet monthly or, or so. Uh, so to try to wrap this up in October, November, and try to get everyone to the table and provide some meaning, meaningful impa- uh, input is, is difficult. I mean, it may seem like 60 days or 75 days is a long time, um, but truly, if you're going to engage an entire province, uh, it has to be more than just an online survey. What about the role of the boards themselves, though, as a voice, Todd? Um, are you just going to be treated as a, as a citizen here? Uh, I, there's, there's, I think, a certain respect that, that should be accorded to the boards of education in every jurisdiction in this province right now uh, because they're the ones that are delivering the service, so obviously through the staff. Uh, and, and I know that, that, that your director of education, Manny Figueroa, has, is on record as how he feels about these changes. You've been quite vocal about this. Uh, you had a number of students walk out in protest to the changes in the curriculum. So, I mean, there's a, there's a voice there. But do you not get that opportunity to, to, to coordinate that voice and give a, a Hamilton picture, especially from the Board of Education standpoint? And I, and I think right off the bat, since this government has been sworn in, I'll give you an example, and I think it's telling in terms of, of the role of school boards. Uh, to date, I think we've written about three letters to the Ministry of Education on very important topics, uh, like transportation. We've talked about that a lot. Yeah. We wrote on, them on uh, sex ed, uh, and then one or two other topics. We've yet to receive a reply from the ministry. So it's been a very, very slow start. Uh, the dialogue hasn't been overly effective or at all effective. Um, I don't want to say it's it's a completely broken at this point. Obviously, we're we're still cautiously optimistic, and we hope for some some better dialogue and partnership. But at this point, um, there hasn't been uh, any dialogue between us and the ministry. Uh, and on the bureaucrat side. Um, there, a lot of uh, the bureaucrats' hands have been tied. There hasn't been a lot of direction to our staff either, um, not as a result of uh, the bureaucrats themselves, but because of the direction that they're kind of in a wait-and-see approach as they get everything in order. So it has been a very slow start. Uh, so just given that as an example, um, it hasn't been productive. We're hoping that we turn a corner on that, um, but definitely we're ready and we're at the table, uh, ready to have those discussions, but we need the province to uh, to uh, meet in the middle. There has been, as we mentioned, some pushback on this already, and, and not just from the Hamilton Board. I think there was 40,000 students province-wide that walked out on that day a few weeks ago. Uh, a number of other boards in positions such as yours, other chairs and boards right across the province, have also been vocal about that. Has that kind of f- feedback, and it is real legitimate feedback, that is contrary to the government position, is that causing them to walk back from this issue a little bit? We haven't seen it yet, to be honest with you. Um, in Hamilton, uh, actually, oddly enough, uh, that wa- day of walkout or protest was on a PA day, so <laughs> it, it didn't produce, uh, I guess, the results uh, or any results here in Hamilton. Um, or on the other hand, maybe they had a hundred percent. It's all on how you spin it, Todd. <laughs> yeah, you, exactly. you could have just said, "Hey, everybody walked out that day. Yeah, Nobody came to school. Day, uh, the classrooms were empty and students didn't come. So there you go." <laughs> but. Uh, uh, we haven't seen it. You know, in terms of the government listening to feedback uh, and some of the protests and, and, and information that's been sent their way, uh, we haven't seen any movement. Um, so obviously a number of these issues haven't concluded yet, so there's still time, um, but there's been no indication yet. Um, although we did see, if you recall, and I think you said it earlier as well, that we've seen the minister get cold feet on a couple occasions where she's been caught off guard. Uh, so they've done an announcement, asked her questions, and it almost seems like not so much backtracking, but I guess confusion in terms of what the government's message is. 
so that hasn't uh, landed very well with boards either, where if we're not getting clear direction you know, via memo, uh, we're also not getting any verbal direction as well from the minister. So we really need to try to work on those relationships. I think we're ready uh, to have those conversations, and, and certainly we want to build those relationships. We understand how important the provincial government's role is here in Hamilton uh, and are obviously related to our school board. So uh, we want to keep that going. So while we're obviously haven't seen the results yet, um, hopefully it doesn't continue the way it is. Uh, and listen, in, and in fairness, this is a relatively new government, and, and the minister is, is relatively new to the job, and I, I get that, and they want to get people in place and all that sort of stuff. But, I mean, there's, there's also a matter of getting up and running in the situation. And, I mean, they knew the school year was going to start after Labor Day. Uh, you know, they, they were didn't have a problem being political about this and simply scrapping the program. But now, of course, there's a void, there's a mess that's left there, and they seem to be a little slow in, in trying to get around to finishing this. But the, the overriding question I've got that I'm not getting an answer to from anybody in the government, and I'm, I'm hoping maybe you have, is you know, they, they say they're going to do this quote-unquote extensive consultation. Is it going to change anything? I mean, if, if the overwhelming input that they get is to say, bring back the one that you just scrapped, are they going to listen to that, or have, have they already made that decision that, no, that's not, that's not going to happen? Yeah, and I, I was having that conversation this morning with, with a couple others in terms of what is the end result going to look like. And right now, the only indication is that we might uh, change some of the age appropriateness of some topics just based on their, the title of their own uh, consultation. So other than placement of particular content, uh, we're not seeing uh, any indications about huge change. So all in all, I mean, is this going to even be drastically different? Is it going to be the same? Are they going to be responsive to feedback saying keep it the same? You know, we don't know the answers to that yet, but it seems like a lot of work and a lot of uh, communication and hype um, when it may or may not even make a difference. So, you know, and I think it comes down to right now, and maybe this is the transition of the new government, um, but there is a, a certain line where uh, you switch from campaign mode and election mode into, you know, the governing the province. And I think right now we're still stuck in a little bit of campaign mode, and we haven't quite made that transition to, to properly governing uh, education in the province. That seems obvious. Uh, well, if you get anything, please let us know, because we're a little just as frustrated as everybody else on this, Todd. I'm, I'm sure you'll be calling me first to let me know, and then I'll look into it, and then I'll try to let you know. All right. Thanks again, Todd. Appreciate the time <laughs> today. So. Todd White, uh, Chairman of the Board for the Hamilton Board of Education. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.